Okay. No mention. All right. Guys, so finally, I followed some directions and I got myself a little a little guest with me today. And I won't really call her a guest. I mean, I've known her since I was in high school. Yeah. And it's my girl, Ashley. What's up, y'all? And I've known her, I think, since I was a sophomore. Yeah. Nah, because I was in eighth grade when you were a sophomore. Yeah, okay, so maybe. I think I know you. No, I think I met you when you were in your junior year. Because I had to be a freshman. No. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds, I think that sounds right. Because I remember I everybody pretty late. Cause yeah. It was like, I don't know. I want to say maybe like that little time frame. Yeah. Because I remember, okay, well, because I did athletic training junior year. So, yeah, maybe junior year was many. Yeah, because you were um, managing the football team. Yeah. And I remember because I didn't cheer. I wasn't cheering then, mm-hmm. but I started cheering sophomore year. Right. For basketball. And then I cheered junior year. Yeah, okay. That sounds right. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> my girl Ashley. Um, I've known her, like I said, we've known each other basically since high school. Yeah. And um You're like my mentor when it comes to certain things. Yeah. I always reach out to you. I'm like, <laughs> let me text her. Because. Yeah, no, we really are like like thick as thieves as far as as far as certain things, like especially like with this topic that we're gonna discuss. Mm-hmm. But um like, I've known her for a very long time. She's reached out to me. And I've always been the type of person, I'm like, I don't care who it is. If you need help, just reach out. Because at the end of the day, I'm always the type of person that's like, I've gone through experiences that I feel like can help other people, even if my experiences are not like other people's. Yeah. But I just, at the end of the day, I'm just always here to help people. So that's that's part of the reason why, you know, we stayed in touch. Right. Um, but she also is in the media PR YouTube realm, realm. universe <laughs> and she um her where she your direction of field is a little different from mine yeah. but it's still like the same goal so it's they still like, work yeah. together yeah it so like together. right so what exactly for the people that don't know is yeah. your channel really about so my channel is a music-based channel mm-hmm. um I started it because I want to go in the music industry mm-hmm with PR and publicity and whatnot. So I made this channel just so like people can understand that I have a basic understanding of music. Right. Like I'm not just going in the industry just because I listen to music. Right. So on the channel, like it's still developing, but I plan on like doing music um video reviews and like album reviews and like just talking about like like I made recently I made a video over like women in music, like so I talked about Summer Walker and Ari Lennox and things like that. Mm-hmm. Just covering different aspects of music. Right, right. Because honestly, that was something that when you told me about it, because, you know, you told me about it and I was like, okay. I mean, people don't think about that just because the whole like purpose of when people, especially like younger people who are going into media and YouTube now, a lot of the people genuinely like back in the day, I, I feel like. People say now people are doing it for clout, but I feel like back in the day people were doing it for clout Most because definitely. it's like a yeah. completely different realm now. I feel like YouTube is its own social media because yeah, like people are is. on <laughs> everything. Oh like yeah, you can find anything mm-hmm. on YouTube. So it's like I just felt like I needed that under my belt because social media is everywhere. You got to be on every social media to do anything, mm-hmm. especially in communications. So. Right. So I just felt like I needed something else under my belt. Yeah. <laughs> so like as far as 
with your PR? Like, mm-hmm. how exactly did you get from? Because you, I when started, I first met you, yeah, you were not I doing PR. Pre-med. Yes, I know. I tell people that all the time. Like, yeah. I started pre med, completely did a three sixty, and now I'm in PR. Uh, I just, pre med just wasn't for me, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, it's hard, and it takes a lot of dedication. A lot of outside work you gotta do, volunteering, you gotta do clinical hours, all this extra mess. Yeah. I just realized I didn't care that right. much. Like, so um, I did PR. Well, I didn't know what I really wanted to do at first. So mm-hmm. like, I knew I wanted to do something that involved writing because I'm really good at writing. Mm-hmm. And so, but I didn't want to be like an author or anything <laughs> like that. So like, I really just did like a bunch of research and. I stumbled across PR and I was like, yeah, this sounds interesting right. enough. And um, now it's really like, once I feel like once you get into the communications world, you really just dive in. Mm-hmm. Like now I'm just doing YouTube and involved in this club and like managing. It's just a yeah. lot. It's just a lot. Yeah, yeah. So that's like kind of, you know, a good segue to start off. So basically, guys, if you don't know, you're listening to Baywatch. I don't, <laughs> still don't have an intro to this yet. We're still working on it. I don't know when I'm going to make it. But the whole, um, this particular thing, I'm happy that I kind of did delay it the way I did because school started. Um, my job, I work at a school, if you don't know. Like, school is, like, in full effect here. Um, people are, if you're not already in school, um, you will know by now. For some schools, it's homecoming season. Um, a lot of freshmen are coming in. I've had a lot of kids come and ask me for advice. And I'm like, I don't even know you, but uh, I'll give you as much help as possible. But I feel like the whole purpose of like this series that I'm starting, which is basically the college series, it was going to be an HBCU series, but I feel like college series in general, because I do have people who do go to PWIs, um, also other schools as well. Um, the whole college series purpose is to kind of give people like an idea of like, this is life and this is, it's okay that you're not going through it the way other people are. Mm-hmm. And people just don't realize, you know, there's no cookie cutter way yeah. of, of going to school. That's why I asked Ashley because Ashley actually reached out to me probably, I think I was probably a junior, sophomore, junior in college. Yeah. And I remember she reached out to me and she was telling me, you know, she just, the first thing she told me was about the pre-med thing. Yeah. We were talking about that. <clears throat> and I was just, I was like, dang, like, I don't really know because I haven't, yeah. like, considered, like, I considered the transfer, but I did it. Yeah. And I always tell people, I'm like, at my school, people who want to transfer, I'm like, just think through it. It's really not that bad because it's like when you're in the middle of nowhere. You're yeah, like, I feel like a lot of people yeah. just, just stick it out. Yeah, they'll stick it out. And I ended up having a good experience. When I went to school, I did pretty much everything that I expected to do. Yeah. Um, the typical, like, things that you would expect a person to do. You know, I went to school. I got, I had a really good GPA when I graduated, which was surprising because um, I partied a lot and I did a lot of stuff. Exactly. Um, I joined a sorority. I did all of this stuff and it was like, that's so basic and typical, but I have like, it's still like, I guess you could call it cookie cutter. I always said that I had a cookie cutter experience, but I still know I had things in between that were different. But for Ashley, I'm going to let her go into detail about hers. She kind of like went into the beginning parts of it, but yeah. Yeah, it was her. Her experience was different. So yeah, yeah, I mean, let me let me just start with saying this. I learned that college is all about finding you and mm-hmm. finding yourself and where you fit. Right. And I think that's like what I was kind of going through when I started at UGA. Because mm-hmm. like I remember when I was a senior, I was like UGA this UGA that. Like I cannot wait to get into UGA. Everybody was rooting for me. Like 
And then I got in and I got there and I was excited. I was partying. Like, I was having a blast doing things <laughs> I was supposed to. Like, you know, it's athletes. You do everything. Mm-hmm. So, but then, like, I think my sophomore, not my sophomore year, my second semester, mm-hmm. freshman year, I was like, yeah, I kind of don't like this place. <laughs> I kind of don't like it. Like, if you don't know, Athens is in the middle of nowhere in yeah. Georgia. Like, literally, you got to drive for an hour with just trees just to get there. Oh, yeah. Like, it's terrible. It's, it's awful. <laughs> it's so bad. And, 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 like, really, like, the only thing in Athens is UGA. And then Athens outside of UGA is really impoverished, really, yeah. like, poor. Like, athens Clark County is literally one of the poorest counties in the country. Yeah. And I didn't even know that. Before yeah, I, I didn't know that until just now. Yeah, yeah, like in the country. So, like, it's the boonies. And mm-hmm. um, when you're <laughs> talking about school and, and college and, like, starting your life and your career, that wasn't what I saw for myself. Like, right. yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I made friends. Yeah, you can join all these clubs, right. make all these connections. But I don't know. I just didn't go to college to be social. Like, yeah. like I can be social wherever. Right, yeah. So... I was there because I wanted to start my career and whatnot, and I just didn't see myself growing. I was broke, like, and I and I'm used to working. Like, I worked mm-hmm. in high school, so in college, one of the first things I did was get a job. And right? They're not like they weren't paying anybody anything good enough to like live off of. So right? I was broke. I was just so unhappy. <laughs> and at first, like, I know my freshman year, I lived on campus. I thought maybe it was just because I live on campus. I moved mm-hmm. off campus second year. And that just made it worse because I didn't go to class. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't go to class. And it was just, I mean, it was better because I was in my own space. But, mm-hmm. like, I just realized, like, this isn't for me. So I just completely did reevaluation of my life. I reevaluated my major, you know, where I wanted to, what, what I wanted to do career-wise, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And that's when I came up with the decision to transfer. Actually, my mom, my mom said something. She was like, I think she was basically saying because she was paying for school my first two years. She did mm-hmm. she did loans like right. plus loans, and then she was like, "Look, I think it's a better idea if you do student loans, so that way I can like help you out financially. If I can, I don't have to worry about my loans." Right. It's like okay, that's fine. But she was like, "But if you're going to be paying for your school, you need to make sure you're where you want to be. Like, if right. you don't want to yeah. be here, don't pay for it." I'm yeah, like, that you're, right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> like, you're so right. So that's when I like, I think that's when I hit you up. I was like, look, I thought I wanted to go to HBCU. I still kind of do want to go to HBCU, but, mm-hmm. and I was literally two seconds away from going to Clark. Uh-huh. The only thing that happened with that was they lost my transcript three times. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, I think that's the thing that like people don't realize. And like for people who are interested in HBCUs, it's like, yeah, just know that there are things that are going to come up. I didn't have that problem only because. For me, with my experience, my mom went to an HBCU. She went to Howard, um, and she had her situations that came about. But it was like, by the time I was ready to go to school, she was like, just be prepared for this, 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 and this. And for some people and some like parents who don't have that experience, they see that and they're like, oh, like yeah. I'm just not and yeah. for me I was like I expect that to happen it didn't happen to me that much because off of it I knew what I needed to do I met my counselors and I did all that and I made sure that I stayed on down pat with them I said yeah. everything twice but for people who don't know like please be aware of that when you go to HBCUs exactly. because it's a it's a running thing I don't know why I hate that that's like one of the things that people have to deal with yeah but 
it's it's very easy. I don't know, but I also say that um, I'm pro HBCU, but I I highly do not recommend Clark Atlanta, and I mean that yeah, in the now worst, that I know more yeah. about my surroundings and the schools yeah. in Atlanta because it's so crazy how yeah. Atlanta has so many schools. Right? Like, yeah, they do. It's like I knew that, but like actually being there and like experiencing it, yeah, it's kind of cool though. Right. On top of that, but yeah, Clark is probably not. I mm-hmm. mean, it's up and coming. It's growing. In number, but like as far as like organization and just, I think as far as like, and then just the experience that I because I had visited Clark and yeah. that was one of the schools that I really looked at just because I knew um, my track coach, Coach Lakes. He um, yeah. went there and he was like really, <laughs> really pushing for me. To, yeah, he went to Clark and wow. he was pushing for me I to go there. I can see that though. <laughs> and I was just like. You know, I mean, I like it, but I just don't see myself going here. I'm going to be honest. It's in the hood. Yeah. It's in the hood. Like, I live just outside the hood, and I I actually live closer to Clark than I do to Kirk State. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to go to school in the hood. Yeah. And that's the thing with a lot of HBCUs anyways is a lot of them are, even like in in, in West Virginia, in West Bubba, it's it's. The boonies, but it's like a different type of boonies. And yeah. it's like, for me, when I was at school, I was just like, first year, I didn't go anywhere like you. Like you, like yeah. a lot of freshmen, when you're a freshman, you're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, it's not bad. I'm not going anywhere yet. But when I started driving around Charleston and driving around Dunbar, and I realized, I was like, dang, these people are really living really bad. Yeah. Like, it's I It's crazy <laughs> to see that. Like, it's it's kind of like a little culture shock because mm-hmm. it's like, you're on campus and you're doing this and you're right. getting your degree and whatnot. And then when you leave campus and you see like, this is really what's going on. It kind of <laughs> hurts. Like, I know that hurt me when I was in Athens. I'm like, there's literally homeless people like, yeah. walking right outside of campus. Like, right. Outside of campus. Nobody cares. Like, and that like, really, I think that's another thing that affected my decision. It was like, <laughs> outside of campus, um, even like at games, you'll see people, yeah. um, and it sucks because it's like, I think for me it was like the football game and stuff. Because it was like, yeah, they bring like the kids in and stuff like that, like have them do something for the weekend. But it was yeah. like, at the end of the day, it We're sucks. I felt like UGA could have done more. Oh yeah, like, you know how much money. Oh yeah, UGA is like a billion dollar industry. Well, That's a lot I mean. of SEC schools are. Well, it's, any schools in the south. But it's just so crazy. Like, yeah. and I think that's like you had said. Like your mom, I mm-hmm. went to HBCU, and right. so she knew how it was. My mom didn't really go to school, and, right. and you know that's where I get my direction from. So she really is just like proud of me for like doing Getting all that there, I'm doing. Yeah. And so when it comes to me asking, like, oh, I don't know what to expect, she doesn't know what to expect yeah. either. So like that's another reason why I left UGA because they aren't focused on guiding. They're more so focused on like, okay, you're here, get your yeah. degree, get on, you right. got our name, so you're fine. Right. You know? Yeah. So and I didn't need that. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. Right, because that was something, too, when I was looking at it. I think I wrote it down. I might have wrote it down as far as, like, like a conventional journey. Like, okay, well, people, that's the thing people don't realize. Georgia State, uh, this is against all, like, PWIs, against all HBCUs. Mm -hmm. They have, like, one of the largest black populations in the country. Yes. And people, like, fail to realize that. But there's a reason why there's so many people there. Because even, I think, like, my sophomore year, or my freshman year, I met this lady um, from HR because mm-hmm. 
situations my freshman year, second semester, I was just like, oh, so I went to HR. Mm-hmm. Lady went, was from Georgia State, and she was like, yeah, no. She was like, Georgia State, um, it used to be a little small little community college type yeah. school. And yeah. now it's like everybody and their mom goes there, and it's got, like, the most black people at the school. It and does. I was just, it's like, so shocked. many black people. Yes, I was not expecting that. I was expecting it to be like high school because I know so many people that go to Georgia State from high school. Mm -hmm. But no, it's not. And it's It's so diverse. Like outside of race and ethnicity, it's diverse. And you got moms, you got dads, you Mm -hmm. got, you know, high schoolers, you got conventional college students, you got everybody there. And I just, I love that though. Yeah, I really do because I feel like I belong. Like I'm here to get my degree, just like y'all. Like mm-hmm. we're not here for nothing else but that. Right, and I feel like Georgia State, like as far as the school, because I was looking to, I'm still looking to go there for grad school, but looking at that school and then like seeing all the people that go there and like realizing like they still have that like feeling of like people are here to help you out and yeah. make you like be better. And it's mainly because of like the people that you're around. It's like, if you were to go to like any like large school, like not saying that larger schools are for profit, but they kind of are because they're they are, like yeah. still taking you in my school, obviously because it was HBC, there was like a feeling of like a sense of like family, mm-hmm. but at schools like Georgia state where it's still large and you still have that family thing. It's like clear as day. Like they're, their their initiatives and like what they're trying to do mm-hmm. is more than just for profit. Like yeah, they're gonna yeah. make money off of it, but they're also trying to make sure that people graduate and get something out of it. Cause mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that went there and a lot of people that recommend me to go there and they're like, yeah, no, this is like a really good school. You're definitely right because I know when I was looking to transfer, I actually wanted to transfer to a small school because mm-hmm. I just felt like it was better in right. the sense of them helping me out and mm-hmm. like actually you know, being guided, but I'm, and so that's kind of why I don't want to come to Georgia State, but I must say, since being at Georgia State, I love it already, yeah. and, and it's only a few weeks in, and I remember, like, going through financial aid process and whatnot, even the lady there, she was like, yeah, I don't know, you're transferring here, so I just want to make sure you're making the right decisions and whatnot, mm-hmm. like, you know, come see me whenever, like, the financial aid lady, like, you right. can't, like, you know what <laughs> I mean, like, it, but it's just great to have that support already. Oh, yeah. And, like, and like I said, like I've, I've started joining a few organizations um, at Georgia State already mm-hmm. and I expected like I was involved at UGA and mm-hmm. that's UGA has a lot of people but I think Georgia State has more people enrolled actually but yeah I think it's the largest yeah school I think it is to in Georgia at least yeah Georgia's like right behind them I think yeah it's like they're neck and neck as far as like population right but right. I'm pretty sure Georgia State has more just because they have online Right, um, it's just so And they have, like, the campuses, yeah. yeah. So I think they have more, honestly. And but I feel like, like they did more. Um, when I would join an organization at UGA, it would be, like, an auditorium full of people oh, yeah, for no. a general body <laughs> meeting. And so when I came to Georgia State, and I was like, okay, let's try this out, you know, the yeah. general body. It was literally, like, a small classroom, maybe 20 people. Yeah. And that was so refreshing. Like, yeah. I was like, okay, okay. You're not going to be, this. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because even with, like, I feel like, well, now I've, I've, when I was in West Virginia and I went to state and all this other stuff, I was looking and I'm, I would travel and I would go to like other schools and even like the, I mean, every school in West Virginia is small except for WVU and Marshall. Mm-hmm. So for anybody questioning going to schools like that, mm-hmm. for those like in the middle of nowhere schools, <laughs> that's how it is. Um, and honestly, they still would not match up to like UGA or Georgia State or even like 
some other schools like in the middle of nowhere that are even more boonish than that. But mm-hmm. went to um, WVU and like so many things like threw me off. And I was like, because I consider transferring there just because I was like, I don't want to go. I don't want to transfer out of West Virginia because it's like, I feel like being out of state is fine with me and mm-hmm. I don't mind it and yeah. it's chill and I don't have to deal with all this. So I think I'm just going to stay here. And I went to WVU like twice. First time was for something. Second time it was for a, um, a probate and they had their probate in like this big old auditorium that was really a classroom. Mm-hmm. But it was just the fact that it was like at my school, we had stuff like events like that, like any type of like large events. It might be in an auditorium, but it would never like fill, like super oh, really? fill capacity like that. WVU will have like this huge auditorium full of like 200, 300 yeah. people for five guys that nobody yeah. even knows. And on top of that, these guys are like from other campuses because they're chapters or they take people from different campuses and oh, stuff. Really? And yeah, they do like it's so different, like because it's like, you know, when you have a big school and it has like all the organizations, I feel like it's the same way with like some like I feel like UGA probably does it too. They, but it's probably like because it's so big, you wouldn't notice. Yeah, I and mean, so it's like everything know. is huge. If there's an yeah. event at UGA, you're gonna be like, I know, like the University Union would throw like crazy, like we yeah. have hot air balloons come on UGA, and that sounds great until you're standing in a line of at least three hundred people. Yeah, no, at least that's it. I'm sorry, at least like and doing stuff like that every day is just tiring. like for real and honestly I used to I take that for I took that for granted when I was in school because I felt like homecoming was like when we really like busted out our money and I feel like people don't you know realize you go to a big school you're gonna get a lot of stuff because there's so much ground to cover like you got like 500 acres of course you're gonna need like something every like couple of days because somebody might not see it but when I was kind of happy, like when there was just nothing going on that day, yeah. like, can we just chill on the yard yeah. and just listen to music? And we did that pretty much like every day. My friend, he went to this one school that was like same size. I won't say same size, maybe like a third of WVU, mm-hmm. which is like twice as big as us. But nonetheless, he was like saying our school was boring. I was like, honestly. I feel like it's pretty chill here. Exactly. I don't like those big schools. I, I don't I don't mind the big school aspect, but when yeah. people do that, I'm just like, you have fun because yeah. I can't. I think that's where like I realized that's when I need to transfer. Yeah. I don't think I like big schools. That yeah. something's know, going on all the time. <laughs> like like we don't need to do all this. Yeah. Like, no. A camel, like we would have camel at the student center. Like, why is there a camel? Like, yeah, what is no. the camel for? I'm not gonna touch Mm-mm. the camel. There's people touching the camel. Like, it's just it's just pointless. Yeah, I just can't. <laughs> like, there's stuff like that. I'm just like, um, no. Like, we would have stuff like that, but I feel like it was less, just not as excessive. And it's like yeah. I feel like for anybody listening to this, or even if you are still in school and you think about like if you are considering transferring, if you're considering going to grad school, you want to get another degree, whatever. But I just feel like wherever you are in life and choosing and deciding what you want to do, like that size aspect is totally like important because I mean, me and Ashley both went to the same school. I used to think that our high school, I mean, it seems so small, but it was actually like pretty big compared to other schools. But I feel like even, there was other schools that were bigger than that because my ex-boyfriend's graduating class had 500. I think we had like 300, 
30 in my graduating class or something like that. But nonetheless, that's a lot compared to some other schools. And I was like, I just need this to like shrink down a little bit because even though it was like the school wasn't big, Mm -hmm. it just seemed like it was just too much going on in high school. And I was like, can we just take this down a notch? Like, why does the leadership club have so many people in it? Yes. Like, if it's a leadership club. (laughs) Because like... There's no way, and then when it's just I like got that group think, like yeah. everything, everybody's always doing everything together. together yeah, <laughs> I was just like, no, I think by that's why I didn't really like. I don't, I don't want to say I didn't fit in in high school, but I just always was separated from. Oh yeah, I was to myself. Yes, I, I was didn't always to myself in high school. Like the few people I still talk to in high school is because I genuinely like made a connection yeah. with them. Like I just yeah yeah I feel like <laughs> that. And everybody, I remember when I started school, when I started college, and they were like, oh my God, so much like high school. I was like, honestly, whatever high school you went to is nothing like the one I'm at because, or the one I went to because, no. Like, I don't see, like, I feel like when you go to school and people talk about, oh, it's like that high school feeling when it's like a really small school, I really feel like that's just you just sticking your nose in way too much stuff or you're just involved in too much stuff because I feel like even at the biggest schools, you can still have that stuff going on. And that's only because you want to put your nose in everything. So I just feel like when people do that, I'm like, "Mm, just busybody. Yeah. Like, no, (laughs) like, I just feel like that little busybody, like aspect, like I was definitely a busybody, but definitely not in in high school. Most definitely. Mm -hmm. But I feel like once I got to college, I just wasn't focused on things like that anymore. Like cheer wasn't important. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just things like that. Yeah. I looked at, that and that was something too. It's like when you look at like what you do in high school versus when you go to college, how much stuff you get tired of. Because I didn't do anything communications related. I did one thing. I did journalism camp in junior going into senior year. That was the only thing communications related I did. When I got to college, I had like invested my time into it because I didn't spend my whole life so like into it. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that students don't realize too. It's like when you start you know, looking at stuff and looking at school, you start thinking about, like, what you want to do. Think about, like, what you want to enjoy. Because, like, yeah. I think about, like, when you came to me and telling me that you were, like, okay, I don't want to do pre-med and stuff like that. And I remember you telling me you wanted to do, like, stuff like psychology yeah. and, like, some other majors. And I was just like, well, honestly, it's really, like, do you see yourself doing this yeah. for multiple years? Because even if you don't want to retire young, like a lot of people want to do that, but it's like, if you enjoy it, you're not really going to be feeling like you're working. It's like, if you do this, are you really going to enjoy it? Because when I went to school and I was studying comm, I enjoyed every waking second of it. Because right. I was like, this is fun. Like, I like doing this. I'm not like working at all. Like yeah. I genuinely enjoyed it. And I like being around kids and helping kids and telling stories. So it was never like I felt forced to, forced do, to do anything. Like, I, I'm doing this so I can do this. Right. Like, yeah, like I feel like that that's where we start to make the difference between a job and a career. Yeah. So that's I think that's probably why I changed my major because mm-hmm. I realized, yeah, I think psychology is interesting. Mm-hmm. And I I am passionate about mental health, but I don't see myself just there. Every yeah. Day doing stuff like that. Yeah, that's like, I think that's just a thing that people don't realize it's a recurring thing and that's the reason why like I see a lot of kids drop out because I'm not gonna lie when you had told me I didn't even know like where you were going what you wanted to do like where because it was just like 
you'll get so stuck into things. Like I was so busy, and then I was just like, oh, I'm hoping Ashley got to school doing something somewhere. But it <laughs> yeah, was like I did kind of just fall off the grid yeah. because I think that's when I was like, you know what? I just need to do a lot of self reflection before search, yeah. I just yeah before yeah. I just jump because people don't realize how big of a transition mm-hmm. transferring. Oh yeah, is. Like, you really establish your life at college. One like school, college yeah. is your life. Mm-hmm. So so transferring is literally picking up your life. And just like going somewhere yeah. else, and it's, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Like, it's but difficult. it's it's it was worth it for me. Like after I actually like realized what I'm coming to college for, what I wanted to get from college, and just what my like only like individual self needed from mm-hmm. college, that it was easier to make that transition. Right. And then I just did it. Right. <laughs> I didn't even say anything to anybody. I just yeah. did it. Like I remember my friends in Athens were like. So you're leaving today? I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm, leaving, I'm leaving for real. Yeah, I felt like I didn't consider, I think like the biggest thing that I had a difficulty doing was moving from college or graduating and then turning around and then coming home yeah. because I highly considered transferring. Yeah. And I won't say transferring, but I highly considered just like that transition of like going from college and then moving home I really like for a very long time was confused if I wanted to go home or not just because I was like I'm so used to this life but I knew I needed to do something better but I feel like also when I had that huge moment when I wanted to transfer my head wasn't all in the right place yeah I was like I went through way too many things at that time I think it was like it was like transitioning from like freshman to sophomore year not being in a relationship because I decided to go up there and be in a relationship my first my first year of college, so I missed out on the stuff. So I just felt like transferring would just get me a new thing. But I realized, Slate, yeah, I was like, mm, you know, maybe I should just try this out and actually see what I missed mm-hmm. because people, you know, sometimes people do stuff and they regret it. And so yeah. my thing was like, I transferred or I didn't transfer. Um, I just. I have basically had my freshman year, my sophomore year, because I didn't do anything my freshman year, but just sit around and lay up with people. And yeah. I tell every single person that I meet, especially about that aspect, is like, don't stop your life because of somebody else or anything like that. Exactly. Because people get so caught up in that aspect. And the next thing you know, you missed out on all four years of your life and you don't even know how to navigate your life because college is really like your preparation period, especially undergrad. And you only get one undergrad. Mm-hmm. That's your preparation period and let it go under. And it's a whole nother, it's a whole nother ball game because it's, it's difficult. I think looking back at my undergraduate, I miss it a lot. I think that's the reason why like people have stuff like homecoming and stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. so happy that that is a thing because it's like, you do miss, you miss, like, it goes by so fast. And I just look at, like, that it journey. And I'm like, dang, like, there's so many things. It's like, I did everything and I still feel like I need to do more. Because mm-hmm. it's like when you have that mentality, when you really, really, like, love what you do, it's like, dang, I wish I could have did more. But I feel like overall, like, even though I call it a cookie cutter journey or whatever, I just feel like mm, everybody's experience. I love hearing people's experiences about going to school how they got to where they are because mm-hmm. everybody's things are so different. Mm-hmm. Like I've everybody's heard so many stories. Yeah. Like I look at so many people I went to school with. I knew one girl, she was like 28. Well, she's now she's my line sister, but she was 28 at the time. And she was 
she had a kid and she was doing all of this stuff and like she moved around like so much and then she finally like had graduated me and her graduated together with the same degree and stuff but it was just like everybody you really don't know like people's journeys and that's why I'm like I don't think it's really about like how you start at all it's like the fact that you finish I think that's what people are really looking at when you get their your degree because it's like okay you can at least you finished right so many people that that don't don't, yeah and like and that's not even like that's not even talked about a lot like it'll be so many times where you're just like oh well where's um so and so right where's so like you know what i mean but it's like it's like they're They're not not here here you know what i mean yeah they're gone it's just like i think stuff like that really like puts it in perspective because you know you'll see people that completely finished in four years. Like, like I said, I pr- yeah. basically did like exactly what I expect, what the expectations I had for myself because mm-hmm. I was given them to me like since I was in high school. But like for other people, it's like I know kids who are determined to finish, and it's like their seventh year in college. Yeah. Like, but they'll finish and still go on and be successful. It's mm-hmm. just like really like how you navigate it yourself and your journey mm-hmm. is really your own journey. It's like as much advice as somebody can give you, your preparation and all this other stuff will only help you so much until you're actually in that position. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people just you're gonna make your own mistakes. Mm-hmm. You you can't learn from anybody else's right. mistakes. Mm-hmm. That's what I learned. Yourself. Yeah, I definitely learned that. And I just Overall, I mean, I feel like I've learned a lot. I feel like I learned a lot every time I meet somebody as far as, like, asking them about school and stuff. Yeah. I really, like, genuinely, I feel like higher education, I don't know, that's always been interesting to me because it's like you don't see a lot of us in there. That's why I was, like, when you said that you were going to Georgia State, I was like, well, I mean, Georgia State is a really good school for one. Yeah. And two, you don't see a lot of us going to school. Like, you see us going to school. But you don't see us going to school and, like, doing, like, everything and, like, just finding our way. We kind of do it after the fact. Yeah. Because it's, like, we're just so caught up, like, as black people, Mm -hmm. we're just so caught up. We try to get our degree so we can be successful and, like, make make some bread and then Mm -hmm. just be this and the fourth. But it's, like, when you do what you need to do throughout school and, like, build that up, Mm -hmm. that quote-unquote cookie-cutter like lifestyle or like the outcome that you'll get in the end Mm -hmm. it will help you so much because it was like yeah um you know I might not be making a lot of money right now but I made all these connections so at some point I know for a fact that something will come up eventually that's why I'm very like comfortable where I'm at because I know I'm happy where I'm at Mm -hmm. but I know that just enjoying like my college experience and knowing what I got out of it in those four years I'm very like content with that because I had a journey rather than just let me just get these these classes together. Exactly. And plus, it's like when you do that, it's like you you trying to like buzz through everything. Next thing you know, you got like a low GPA yeah, or something. It's like no. Yeah, no. Because I think I was on that route too initially. I was like, I just wanted to just get through. Yeah, get like done. just that's finish. how I was too. And I ended up taking like two science classes and a math class at like one time. Yeah, ungodly. Yeah, now I was pre med, so it was inevitable. Right. Still, like that's just too much. I I can say, even though like I don't hate UGA, Mm -hmm. I it just wasn't for For you. Yeah, yeah. So I don't regret my two years at 
UGA at all. Right. Like I learned a lot. So much had happened to me during those two years that I wouldn't replace because they taught me a lot of lessons and I did so much growing there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I just like look at it like my journey. Like mm-hmm. and it's not it's still going. Right. Like I'm in my third year. And I must say transferring in your third year is very interesting. Yeah, it is, honestly. Very interesting. I mean it's like you're expected to like like you like I said, like you're supposed to graduate allegedly in four years. Yeah. It doesn't really make a difference when. But like when you do it like in that little transition period where you're supposed to be finishing, it's like, okay. It's like you're still like trying to figure out it's like, dang, like what am I like I don't know like if I should be trying to enjoy myself or should yeah. I should be trying to do this that in the fourth. But I always look at it like like I said, it's like either you can look at it like, okay, this is how this is just how life is gonna pan out and this is like how the the path is going right now or you can kind of just take it like okay i'm about to just i need to get this degree so let me just fly through it because i know plenty of people i think one kid that i um, met in school he transferred and he was studying criminal justice and it was like criminal justice you can graduate in probably like a three and a half years really if you right Mm -hmm. but he had transferred and did all these other things and he ended up actually like graduating with me too but it was like he was i think he was like 25 i was like Mm -hmm. like that's what pushing it like yeah i wouldn't yeah like stuff like that it's like it's really like you gotta you really gotta trust god in that because i'm Mm -hmm. i mean (laughs) transferring i've met a lot of people who just I feel like their career is transferred. Like, mm-hmm. one of these dudes, I think he's in even five different schools. Yeah. I'm like, how do you do that? Yeah, like, that's one thing that I look at. I'm like, I don't know how you can do that for that long, but... Who? <laughs> no. But, um, yeah, I mean, guys, this is just the first part of this series, you know? I have another episode that will be very interesting because it's an opinion piece. Ooh. It's that's on... Cute. Yeah, no, that, that one, I mean, I when I was in school, I did a lot of, like, well, I wrote, like, two opinion pieces for mm-hmm. the newspaper, and my, like I said, my experience, like, when I went to school, because I did go to HBCU, my experiences were different, Yeah, because, I mean, it's West Virginia, it's pretty, like, boomy-ish, so there was a lot of, like, it was a pretty, like, divided um, campus, because there was a lot of white kids over there, and there was a lot of black kids over there, mm-hmm. so it was a pretty mixed campus, but... I feel like this episode will either make a lot of alumni hate me, which I, I'm, I'm totally fine with that, or a lot of alumni love me, and I'm totally fine with that too. But like I said, this is the first episode of the of my college series. The next one will be, I feel like it'll be pretty fun. Um, I'm trying to do at least like three. I don't know. It just depends on how it goes. But... Like I said, that's our first one. But you guys know what time it is. It's time for my favorite segment. I don't know who needs to hear this. (laughs) So there's two people. So I'm going to give you some time. I'm going to do mine first because I wrote it down. You can think one up off the top of your head. But I really don't know who needs to hear this. But don't compare your your pacing and your your life journey to somebody else's. Only because I just feel like people are so caught up in like what somebody else has done people get caught up in like seeing other things you know we talked about like how social media is like a thing like you need to be on all of it especially if you're trying to like establish yourself but nonetheless you're gonna see a lot of other people doing stuff that's just how the way the world is but i just feel like 
don't worry about what other people are doing. Just enjoy your time, enjoy your pace, and I promise you, you know, your your life will pan out the way you want it to. Just don't worry about everybody else. So yeah, that's my I don't know who needs to hear this today. It's more on the um not petty side. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Mine might be a little petty. Not, <laughs> not too much. Not too much though. But don't be a campus hater. And I say this as in if because we all know that person that's like, oh, I hate my school. Hate yeah. My school. I hate my school. If you hate your school, do something about it. Right. I can admit I was a campus hater for a small period of time, but mm-hmm. that I transferred. Right. I, I didn't like it, so I didn't <laughs> move. But if you don't like, if you don't go on social media like, oh my God, I hate this school, X, Y, and Z. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're there. So you need to take advantage of all the opportunities they give you, all the resources they have. You know what I mean? You're there for a reason. And if you hate it that much to so where you're not taking advantage of that, you need to leave. Mm-hmm. Point blank period. I feel that. I don't know who needs to hear that at West Virginia State University, but um, a couple of y'all. I actually like really like that because yeah. I think that's really true, though. People just genuinely are campus haters. Yeah, like, no, like real. that's what they live off of, and even people that don't even go to your school. And I mean, that's totally fine because if you're like a campus rival, you can hate all you want. Yeah. But if you were on the campus and you hated that much, I just feel like you're just, yeah, you just, just take your energy somewhere else. Check, yeah. Because this is just toxic. I, just, <laughs> I cannot. Like, but, yeah, guys, so, I finally crossed one thing off the list. Um, actually, if you want to advertise your channel real quick for the one time okay, before we yes. sign out. Yes, it is Vibes with Ash. That's V-I-B-E-Z-W-A-S-H and Look me up on YouTube. Hopefully, I'll be having two videos up by the time y'all hear this. So, check those out. And, yeah, thank you for having me on your podcast. You're welcome, girl. So, please don't expect me to have any more um, upcoming episodes within this week. It is homecoming. (laughs) Um, I'm going to enjoy my life. If you guys want to see me enjoy my life in its entirety, you can go on my Instagram and do that. Um, (laughs) and my close friends list because that's where all of the shenanigans will be taking place i don't use snapchat anymore so don't find me on there but nonetheless i will be seeing you guys maybe in seven days this will probably be up by hopefully sunday so good morning good afternoon and good night